Yo, can you hear me? Yep. Alright, what is up everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Unfiltered uh, Season 3, Episode 6, I believe. Um, today we're going to be covering the divisional round, and it's a really exciting divisional round because so many crazy things happened at the wild card last week, and it was really exciting. Um, like we got the Giants, uh, would you consider them, uh, I mean, yeah, people would consider the Vikings game as an upset, but I mean, it's the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, um, considering, considering them being a lower seed, I guess it is technically an upset, but yeah. this is pretty characteristic of the Vikings having exactly. a, uh, having a, a choke in the playoffs. Exactly. So, um, also the Chargers as well. I just had a feeling that that would happen. Like the game went exactly like how I thought it would. Oh, did, did you really? <laughs> yeah, like I knew I knew somehow that, uh, you know, they would just choke because they usually do. Um, and Herbert, they, yeah. Um, I, yes, they've, they have, I mean, the Chargers in general as a franchise, even in the Philip Rivers era has had, yeah. have had a reputation of, of uh, choking leads um, in regular season and postseason games. And last week was no different. Um, even the week before, uh, the last regular season week, Brandon Staley was catching a lot of uh, criticism um, from for Mike from Williams. the press yeah. and and the fans for yeah for uh, playing all the starters and not resting them in a game that they didn't have to win. Um, yeah. Considering that Baltimore won uh, just a few, I mean, uh, lost just a few hours earlier, and their seating could not change. And yeah, like you said, Mike Williams got injured, and um, I don't know if it, they just they stalled on offense. I don't I don't really know what what happened. Yeah, like in a blink of an eye, exactly. It was it was close again. Yeah, like that game. Um, I didn't watch like the first quarter, or second quarter, but like I just saw Trevor Lawrence's stats, and it was just mind boggling. Like four interceptions, and like his first like. 10 pass attempts it's just ridiculous so you're like oh the game is over basically but you know yeah you think you think that a 27 to 0 lead um is safe but it's it's never safe yeah especially <laughs> in the playoffs safe. especially uh-huh. the playoffs like we've and, seen yeah i mean we've seen like indianapolis had a collapse against i mean the vikings that was the big biggest comeback in nfl history um yeah. earlier this season and I think just the Chargers were, they they had a lot of chances to increase their lead, not only in the second half, but in the first half. They, with all the turnovers of the, like the four picks that Trevor Lawrence threw, only I think two of them ended in Chargers touchdowns and they had to settle yeah. for some field goals. So, you know, credit to the Jacksonville defense for um, holding for them and keeping, and keeping their offense in the game. I mean, yeah. keeping just their, their team in the game, giving their offense a chance to sort of catch them up. Yeah, man. Such an insane story to see, like, the Jaguars go from that horrible, like, Urban Meyer era to Doug Peterson just somehow pulling a win out of his ass to, like, mm-hmm. to like keep them alive. Um, it's just in a one, really... In yeah. one year, too, it shows you how good had, like... In how coaching matters. Coach, yeah, yeah, coaching exactly. matters. And yes, they had the first overall pick. Uh, they have, they did get Trayvon Walker. I wouldn't say he's had the uh, first overall yeah. pick season. Um, and I know Travis Etienne is. This is pretty much his rookie season because he he uh, tore his ACL um, last um, in preseason last year. And having him on the team is um, is is really helpful. And all the people that they signed in, in the off season, I just think um, you know people were. People were skeptical. They're like, "Why are they spending so much on these, on these yeah, wide receivers yeah, yeah. that aren't even really wide receivers? Like ones, mid Zay, mid receivers." Uh-huh, yeah. But I, I would say Zay Jones and Christian Kirk have really have really stepped up. I think that Christian Kirk is a formidable wide receiver one in the league now, and Zay Jones is as good as any wide receiver two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kirk was on. He was on the Cardinals, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, you can kind of see how the Cardinals' offense as well has really just, like, went downhill even after they traded Christian Kirk. Like, uh, they have D-Hop, and D-Hop had, like, that suspension for the first, like, I don't know, seven, eight weeks. But, like, you need 
I think the Jaguars really have a great, um, like they have a good wide receiver room now. Like they're proving mm-hmm. it, even though they're not, like you said, they're not uh, wide receiver ones. But yeah, who's the third guy? I, I'm, I'm so Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and there's Marvin uh, Jones Jr. Yes, yeah. Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin yeah. Jones. Um, and then Evan Ingram, who's pretty much a wide receiver tight end hybrid, probably yeah. one of the fastest and he, tight ends in the league. Exactly, he, and he ended his uh, like Giants career in like a really bad fashion, but then like the Jags just gave him a chance, and he remember he had like a he had like a two or three touchdown game a few weeks ago, um, like a really mm-hmm. insane play uh, fantasy playoff performance apparently. Yeah, um, I think I think like you said, having a good wide receiver room that's a recipe for success and you see it in all these teams that are still remaining exactly um, we, in the playoffs yeah. probably the weakest wide receivers um out of all these teams left is like the giants but um, yeah yeah exactly I think, I think darius slayton and uh richie james have had and, decent decent years yeah and uh not to mention the um isaiah hodgins nobody even knew yeah. who he was until uh-huh. like, and and if like if if Wandell Robinson, their promising rookie who had a couple good weeks before he got injured and missed the rest of the season, he's right. I think yeah. Um, yeah. he he was having a good season, so they could they could use him. But like you said, like you, Arizona's offensive production has has gone down since getting rid of a slot wide receiver like Kirk. Sure, you do have yeah. good guys like T. Hop or Marquise Brown, but I'd say three wide three wide receivers and a good tight end that's i mean that's that's what that's what you need right um and like 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 the Bengals are a great example with t higgins tyler boyd and jamar chase yeah exactly i think the one team that kind of uh changed this style of like offensive play is definitely the chiefs like they um like for the last few years like i mean they had tyreek hill they had travis kelsey but those were the only two like big names as receivers on their team but mm-hmm. the other receivers you wouldn't really consider them as like wide receiver ones but like they had like mccall hardman and um like now they have uh what's his name that one giants uh receiver that they got um oh my gosh Kadarius uh, Kadarius tony yeah Kadarius yeah, tony Kadarius tony they got him he's not like a wide receiver one but he went to the chiefs and now he's actually doing pretty good with the chiefs like Teams don't need these big names. Like now, I think the running back market in the NFL. Like, do you remember how insane the uh, like a few years ago all the running backs were doing? Like Saquon, Alvin Kamara, like Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. Every running back was like just popping off. Like for the mm-hmm. whole season. Now running backs have started off really slow in the beginning of the season, but then like towards the middle to the end of the season, they just they just go off. So more teams like rely on their receivers. Into into the running back point, I mean, I look at a lot of these teams as well. Uh, these, except for probably the Jaguars, these yeah. teams have, and maybe the Giants have two, two good running backs in their backfield. That's that's also part of the recipe. The Eagles have Miles Sanders and, um, what is it, Boston uh, Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Chiefs have. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon um, has really uh, improved the last like mm-hmm. ten weeks. Bengals right. with Mixon and P Ryan. You, you you get the point, but yeah, exactly. Um, I think what really I think I mean I get the best like the best example of like from what I remember like the two running back system is the 2016 <laughs> Falcons like. You would uh, if you Devontae had like Freeman. yeah, and yeah. Tevin Coleman. If you had just one of those guys in fantasy, like they probably would have at least a touchdown a game, you know, because that was like a historically good offense. Exactly. Um, I think uh, that really replicates the lines this year. Like we see Jamal Williams and uh, I mean DeAndre Swift didn't really have a great year, mm-hmm. but Jamal Williams was also like scoring a touchdown every game. Like he has the most touchdowns as a running back in Lions history now this year over mm-hmm. um I think was it over Barry Sanders I think I saw but over, oh yeah I mean and it's I mean having what we had 18 touchdowns 
yeah. this year. That's pre- that's pretty good. I think the all time record is still like Ladanian Thompson Ladanian, one season, yeah. and he has like I think twenty six or twenty seven or something, something like that. that. Yeah. Um, so it's still a, a long way to go, but yeah, a really good season. For real, man. Um, but yeah, these teams really. We we're just looking at how each of these teams have such a unique way that they play the game um and defense really matters that's what minnesota showed minnesota has like they had the worst defense coming into the uh playoffs mm-hmm. and, and the only knew, team with I, a negative point differential yeah i knew they would come into the game like uh like i should have picked new york to win i would be 6-0 and right now on the picks but i knew minnesota would collapse their defense just was not it so, um, so picking Minnesota was the only wrong one you had last week. That was the only one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I had yeah the chart. I was wrong on the Chargers <laughs> and the Vikings. All right. Um. Well, yeah. Anyways, uh, like we were starting off the podcast with the Jaguars. We have the first game of the divisional round today, and that is the Jaguars at the Chiefs. Uh, it is what I predicted. Um. But yeah, this is going to be a fun game. You know, you never know. Uh, the Jaguars are giving me Bengals vibes for some reason from last year. <laughs> I really, I really hope the, they could. Really? Not the Bengals this year aren't giving Not the Bengals, Bengals this year. From, from last year? Because really? the, the team no, really I don't changed. think. Yeah, I don't think the Bengals, uh, I mean, they got better. I definitely think they got better. I don't think they're in that, like, underdog. Uh, I mean, they are underdogs against Buffalo mm-hmm. this week, but... They're not in that underdog phase that they were like uh, last year. I think the Jaguars are definitely. Um, but, anyways, like the Jaguars, pretty solid defensive performance in the second half last week. Um, we're, we were we uh, were highlighting their you know their offensive weapons. We got the Chiefs. You know they're the Chiefs, number one seed. Mahomes. We got uh, Kelsey. You know. I'm pretty sure one of the receivers is not playing today, though. McCole Hardman, I believe. I think he's out today. So mm-hmm. uh, Mahomes is going to rely a bunch on... Uh, I mean, they got Juju as well. Uh, Kadarius Tony, Kelsey. Honestly, I think this game is going to be very close. Um, but I still have the Chiefs winning today. Uh, even though I'm really hoping that the Jags pull off an upset. Uh, I have the Chiefs winning 30-27. to and yeah that's just my realistic kind of uh um prediction today so i so wait so you so you have the chiefs winning i have the chiefs winning but ah, by a field okay, goal good. yeah <laughs> i can't um, I, I had the bengals winning against them last year uh in the afc championship but who knows who knows what will happen so you you picked the bengals I did pick the Bengals. I did. Yeah, I remember. I still have that screenshot of what you said on Instagram. You're like, bro, that is not happening. (laughs) I mean, hey, I've had to swallow my words twice now. Like, with, like you said, the AFC Championship game last year, the Chiefs had a huge lead and blew it. And I was talking smack to you last weekend when when the Chargers were up 27 to 0 over the Jags. And I was like, there's no, there's no way. But yeah, dude, I was like in disbelief for Trevor Lawrence, but um, man, that's football, dude. That's like the exciting thing. Like, I'm glad that I'm so glad that like the NFL is not like college football. Like college football is so one-sided. So <clears throat> I, um, yeah, like you said, this, this year, the, I think the quarterback play has been, has been great. And like, the offense, the offenses this year have been, it's like, no, like, like we said, no lead is safe. I wouldn't say unless they have like maybe a, over a 35 point lead. How, how much were the freaking uh, Colts up by? I think it was 33. It was 33. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So let's say you up by 35. That's a five touchdown lead. And like, is that even safe yeah. at this point? Um, I remember a few a uh, few years back and uh, during the 2019-2020 season during those playoffs the divisional round remember when Houston in yeah, Arrowhead were, yeah, were up exactly. 24 to 0 and then yeah. what the Chiefs score I think 41 unanswered points or something scored, like that Yeah this ended up scoring like 50 something points <laughs> yeah. um cra- crazy game 
I see a really high scoring game um, similar to that one's. Um, I think I think Lawrence and Mahomes can combine for eight or nine touchdowns. Um, it's it's going to be slinging a lot, of, probably a few turnovers from Lawrence um, and maybe one from Mahomes. But I still have the Chiefs winning um, by double digits, but still in a high scoring one. I have them winning 37 to 24. 37 to 24, all right. Interesting. It's going to be a very interesting game. Um, I will say, I think this, I, the, the Sunday games, I think, are like better, like tighter matches. They are more excited. I, I'm mm-hmm. really excited for the Dallas and San Francisco game. Um, but I'm, I'm still, year. yeah, I'm still really excited for both games today, too. I think, uh, I think the Giants game is going to be more competitive, just like the, I, I said last week. Um, I'm honestly debating on picking the Giants, man. Um, <laughs> I think they definitely can upset the Eagles today, but I still have the Eagles. So we're going to move on to this next game. Uh, the game that's later today, um, we have Philadelphia and New York playing in Philadelphia. Uh, number one seed Eagles. Another uh, NFC East divisional game, man. Um, it's crazy how we're gonna get a guaranteed like NFC East uh, team in the NFC Championship. Who knows? We might get two. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a seventy five percent chance that an NFC East team is the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. However, that's, a lot of yeah. a lot of people still like the Niners over the Eagles. I think the Niners are a more proven team. I think uh, Shanahan true. is a more proven coach than Sirianni. And if you think of, it's funny, like Daniel, this is both Jones's and Hertz's second career playoff starts. However, Jones, and Jones are, more it has one has one win and Hertz is 0-1. <laughs> exactly. um, I think I think there's there are a lot of doubts if the Eagles are um, are like legit. I think they have to prove and, and win this game. This if they win this game, they'll be uh, they'll have beaten the Giants three times um, this year and the two previous times it was. I don't. I don't even. I, I think it was not even close. Really, um, yeah. Eagles. I think the Eagles do have a way better roster than the Giants. Um, so, I have. You said you have the Eagles winning. I do have them winning a pretty high-scoring game, but only two points. So thirty-seven, thirty-five, Philadelphia. Thirty-seven, thirty-five. I have it. Um, I have the Eagles winning thirty-one to twenty-six. Also, pretty, um, pretty close. I think just because these teams know each other so well, this is the third. This is their third meeting this year. Divisional rivals, like you said. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's going to be close. The last time these two teams met, I was actually watching uh, the last time they met. It was the 2006 like wild, a... wild card game. Um, and Jeff Garcia was the Eagles quarterback. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You went to that game? No, no. I didn't. I, I watched the... Uh, oh, okay. It was like highlights on YouTube or something. Okay. You know, okay. Just, a, just a recap. You know that yeah. NFL throwback account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it just it shows like all the all the big plays and like Plaxico Burris. You remember him? Had two, he had two touchdown. Yeah, two touchdown receptions for the Giants. This was when the this was when the Giants. It was like I think it was Tiki Barber's last game for them, mm-hmm. and um, the Eagles still had Brian Westbrook at the time. So, um, and the Eagles won. It was it was close. They won twenty three to twenty. So, uh, like we said, we both um, expect it to to be pretty close within at least one score, perhaps even a field goal like it was then. Yeah, man. Um, I can definitely see, Like, this is just giving me... Uh, I don't know. I'm having the same feeling. I think the Giants have a really good chance to upset the Eagles, um, just like they did to the Vikings. I just... I, I feel like Philadelphia is just gonna... Like, they have a chance to have that, like, playoff collapse. Um, and... Yeah, like, there's not really much else to say, but I don't, like, you don't know how Sirianni will do as a coach in uh, the playoffs, because uh, who did they play last year in the wild card? Um, 
they visited Tampa last year and they got they got their ass whooped. Okay, yeah, that's what I was like trying to remember. But um, I mean, throughout the season, Philadelphia has proven they've been a very explosive offense, um, very explosive defense as well. Really balanced, just like the 49ers. Um, I mean, it's why they're the number one seed in the uh, NFC right now. Um, but yeah, we both got the Eagles to win. And uh, we'll get on to the next game, which is... Is uh, the Cincinnati game, is that before Dallas? Or... Yes, that's okay. that's Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Okay. I, I would say, like, yes, the Sunday games, like we said, are probably the, the better better games They're, in terms they are of the matchups. more like yeah very very competitive games mm-hmm. um, this Bengals at bills rematch of that monday night game that was um canceled due to the demar hamlin's injury. demar hamlin incident yeah and um which is just i mean not only just a freak thing just the whole the whole change of if the bills and the chiefs win it's going to be a neutral site afc championship game that's it's, it's unprecedented it's like, very it's, bizarre it's never happened before yeah it's, and, it's really crazy um and if the Bengals, the Bengals were up seven to three at the time when damar hamlin um collapsed and yeah. if they won that game they would have had the number one seed and yeah. they would have had home field advantage and the and they would be hosting the bills instead of the bills hosting them yeah. um but like you see, it's 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 um the Bengals are they're not like they're not as it's it's hard like i i don't i don't like to get bet against joe burrow he's already four and one in playoff games with in in his postseason career and that only loss coming in the super bowl last year where you know they had they they could they should have won that game they They could have yeah like i think uh, by 10 i think and yeah if he ryan caught that ball um I don't even that remember. Fourth down. I don't even remember that play. Yeah, the last play of the game. Uh, oh, Donald he... pressured uh, Burrow. Yeah, and, he was like uh, scrambling out. Yeah, Burrow scrambled and threw it to Piran's direction, but Piran couldn't react in time. It was like it was like right out of his reach. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It, he Very... was like leading. He was like leading him forward, and Piran wasn't like. I think he was yeah, expecting man, speaking... it to like hit him on the chest. Yeah, dude. Speaking of the Bengals, also last week uh, playing against Baltimore. Baltimore was very like very surprising but it's just John Arba in the playoffs I mean I think he's a really mm-hmm. good head coach in the playoffs um pushing Tyler Huntley uh Tyler Huntley had arguably the best game of his career uh last week um mm-hmm. in a game that mattered but they just came short and uh that Piran play literally reminds me of the Ravens Hail Mary attempt last week um they're the Ravens were actually really close to tying the game uh at the end like with uh I think I don't know who was about to catch that ball, but it was a really good Hail Mary attempt. Um, but yes, uh, it all was, these um, teams. It was uh, it was Proach. It was Proach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the like we're trying to the point we're trying to get across is all of these teams, man, they're so vulnerable um, to so many things. Like last week, Buffalo and Miami. That game, uh, we didn't talk about that yet. Uh, that I, game was I, really I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't think the Bills looked good. Exactly, the Bills looked really rusty. Uh, Josh Allen had a pair of really bad interceptions. Um, they just seemed nervous, and I think, I think Miami and uh, uh, Mike McDaniel they were coached really well last week. But um, shit, I forgot how that game ended. But it was kind of controversial. Um, I'm not... I'm not. I don't remember either. It's not like yeah. It's I don't know why I don't remember that game. I remember it being a really good game. Uh, but Miami at one point just got like three touchdowns in the second or third quarter, mm-hmm. and uh, had that one insane defensive touchdown as well to stun the Bills. But um, the Bills just ended up getting their shit together, and uh, they ended up winning like by a touchdown or two, and. I think Skylar Thompson had some. I think yeah, they were. He, he they, also there was had probably his best start as a yeah. as a pro, similar to like what you said about Tyler Huntley last week against the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like every quarterback played pretty well. Like there's there wasn't really a bad uh, 
quarterback performance last week. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think who probably had the worst. Um, so so like Trevor Lawrence definitely had that that four interception first half. I think yeah. that was pretty bad. But when then he ended that? up having four touchdowns, mm-hmm. like four touchdowns I, to match those interceptions. I honestly think <clears> probably <throat> the worst quarterback performance last week. Probably it was probably either Brady or Cousins. Brady, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah, I forgot about that game so fast. Um, <laughs> because like it was I, like the only, it was probably the worst game of the of the week. Yeah, it was a terrible game, and and it's supposed they... it was supposed to be it was supposed to be like the five versus four, even though you know the, everyone knows that the Bucks really the should Bucks are... be in the playoffs with a losing record. But I digress. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, Brady had a pretty terrible um, game, but he. He had 66 pass attempts. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's why they fired Byron Leftwich. They never run the ball. Um, but yeah, like playoff Lenny. He was wearing a playoff Lenny shirt. He had three carries <laughs> yeah. for like 11 yards or something. People were making making fun of him. <laughs> to be honest, three carries for 11 yards isn't isn't even that bad. Like, it isn't terrible, not, but like yeah, give him the why ball. Why not run the ball more? To be honest, yeah. he's that's that's averaging like that's like a little over three and a half yards a carry. Yeah, which like, is, like that's about average. You you keep trying to target like Mike Evans or um, oh Chris, Chris Godwin. Godwin. He loves Chris Godwin. Yeah, he loves Chris Godwin. <laughs> but like you're up against such a good Dallas second. Secondary, and you're passing it 66 times, and you get intercepted like twice with with a 45 year old quarterback at the yeah. home. Such an obvious like playbook that you have. Like that's why they fired Byron Leftwich. I um, haven't seen Brady throw that many passes since I think Super Bowl 52 against the Eagles. He had like 500 so. passing yards, four touchdowns, yeah. and I think he like had almost 60 passing attempts. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure he was like. Uh, what was Brady's stats? He was like 34 of like 66 or something like that. Um, some crazy, crazy stat. Uh, let's see. He had yeah he had a 53% completion rate. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't that great. But but yeah. Um, Anyways, what were we talking about? Back, back, back to the Bengals and, and Bills yeah. game. Um, Bengals and Bills. Yeah, we'll finally predict that. Just to talk, like like you said, the Ravens, Bengals. Um, you know, a lot of people forget Tyler Huntley did have a good game, but everyone's going to remember the goal line fumble that was returned 98 yards for a touchdown by Crazy. Sam Hubbard. Hubbard, yeah. Right? Um, and like you said, the approach, Hail Mary, the, like it, going through right his hands, like just out of, like it was actually in his reach, but it just was like, you know, he just didn't get his hands on it in time. Yeah, exactly. It really reminded me of the 2011-2012 um, season, the, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was, was Gronk, right? Yeah, Gronk. Yeah, Gronk, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right there for him. He just didn't react in he time. Just... And, I mean, imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Eli Manning only has one ring. Brady, <laughs> Brady has eight. Um, football history is is changed. I wouldn't. I don't think it would have been that consequential on the on the future of the league. But um, yeah, yeah. That that play definitely reminded me of that. But um, back to the Bengals. Um, the Bengals the, uh, are yeah. They're playing the Bills. The Bills have a pretty good defense. Um, the The Bengals run game last week was not great. Uh, I think Joe Mixon had less than 40 yards, and um, mm-hmm. the Ravens' defense actually did—they did swell against uh, against that uh, Bengals offensive front. Like Every, we, everyone, everyone talks about like Lamar being, you know, one of the most valuable players to his team because he just carries that offense. But I think just the offense is under. Like it's just it doesn't have too many weapons, but everything else that defense they hold their own. They had, you know, a, I think they're a top half defense, you know, above average. And to hold a division rival at home, I mean, in the Bengals in Cincinnati to like less than 30 points, the Bengals are one of the best, like high scoring teams in the league. I, I thought that's pretty impressive. And I think the Ravens have a lot, have a lot to be proud of. And um, they need to keep Harbaugh. They, they, need to, yeah. they need to keep Lamar. All they needed was Lamar. All they mm-hmm. And it's just disappointing. Like as a fan, I love watching Lamar play, and this is the second season in a row where he has played the first um, first half of the season, and then he goes down right when the playoff push starts to happen, and then yeah. 
and then everything everything goes to shit for the Ravens because of how valuable he is to that offense. Um, so yeah. other than so, that, like back to the Bengals, I think they're they they always seem to pull through in these tight playoff games, and that's why I'm like, man, like yeah. Yeah. I, I want like to. I want to pick them, but I they just, beat. I, we we forget that they beat the number one seed last year, the Titans. Uh, they mm-hmm. stunned them. Um, they did. And then uh, I believe who did they play after that? Then they played the Chiefs. They beat the Raiders. So the, the weren't Titans. the Bengals a wild card? Oh, they yeah, they, they played the Raiders. Card. Yes, that they, they beat the, the Raiders. Yeah, they were the fourth card. seed. Yeah. So they, you beat the Titans and the Chiefs. You can probably beat any team um and given how buffalo or given how buffalo played last week against miami i think the bengals have a really good chance but you know it's just there's it's just so hard to pick uh any team in the playoffs this year i i still have buffalo winning this game 35 30 Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be i think buffalo will uh you know get their groove again and play great but the Bengals will not back down. I'm honestly, I kind of want to see the Bengals move on to the next round, but I just have a feeling Buffalo will uh, get the job done. I still have Buffalo even going to the Super Bowl still. Um, yeah. Because our, our playoff predictions didn't change like in the later rounds. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll talk, we'll get into that after yeah. this, and then we'll do our power rankings of the final top eight. eight teams and you yeah, don't have to top... do 32 anymore <laughs> yeah so it'll be pretty quick and um and i think we'll probably have a similar list to be honest like i feel like our bottom two should be the same i'm i'm not gonna um, lie. We'll... i was doing i was doing the list and it was kind of tough it was really tough to do and i, I think, think the, top, the top five the top five are tough but i feel like i think we should have the bottom two we won't spoil it and we'll get into it yeah but okay um, um but anyways what's your prediction I, I have the Bills winning um, as well. I think it. I think it's their year. I think it's finally like. It feels like they're like they're gonna get over that hump. Yes, they didn't play that well. It seemed like I don't know if it was nerves last week against Miami or yeah. if it was and... maybe a little bit of arrogance. Um, you know, as as they as like Miami. You know, everyone wrote off Miami once Tua went down and. Yeah. Um, and they lost like I think their last five of five of the last seven games to end the season. Just not coming yeah. in on a good on a good note. Um, but I think the Bills will like take the Bengals more seriously. And yeah. at home, going to Orchard Park, New York is it, it's just it's one of the toughest places to play in the league. Um, it's I mean it's always going to be cold at this time of the year. It's cold in yeah, Cincinnati. It's going to be at cold. The year it, but well. it's yeah, it's just um, you know like playoff borough. Mm-hmm. You know he went to he went to Kansas City last year, like the basically the loudest stadium in the NFL, Arrowhead. Yeah. Next I, to, I like, think Orchard, but yeah. I would say the only chance the Bengals have is is if they get pressure to Josh Allen, similar to what the Dolphins did last week. Christian Wilkins had a good game. Um, oh God, I can't really name a lot of the guys on that defensive front for Miami. There's another. I'm, I'm, I'm of pretty like sure. <laughs> so, so um, I'm pretty sure. Um, in the first half of the game last week, people were really upset at Bradley Chubb for some reason. Um, like really? people on Twitter, I saw even Dolphins said they're like, "Why did we even trade for Chubb? Like he's not doing shit." But um, he ended up having a pretty. Uh, he I think he had a strip sack on uh, Josh Allen, and he actually that was the one that was returned for a touchdown. I'm pretty sure that was the one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I think the Bengals, similar to Miami, if they want to, they want to beat the Bills. Guys like their edge rusher Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, they got to get to Josh Allen. Don't give him some time to roll out in the pocket because they have such good wide receivers that those those cornerbacks no matter how good your cornerbacks are they can't they can't guard these guys and follow them around for too long right you can't ask them to cover these guys for more than probably i'd say five seconds right um and so the Bengals can get some pressure get josh allen out of his cumber zone and make him force some turnovers i think that'll be a key to victory for the Bengals and for the and you know uh, naturally for the Bills if Josh Allen 
plays like Josh Allen and, and limits his turnovers and plays like the top two quarterback that he is in the NFL, I think I think they'll be fine. So I have the Bills winning. Um, it'll still be tight. I have them winning 32-27. to 27. Wow, okay. Um, all right. So we ha- are on to our last game, Dallas and San Francisco. Uh, probably the most exciting game of the week, uh, in my opinion. Um, man, Dallas played great last week. Uh, Dak Prescott with five total touchdowns, four passing, one rushing. That one rushing touchdown he did, he literally pulled it out of Peyton Manning's playbook. And back in oh, I remember, bro. That was one yeah. of the best games I've ever seen. That yeah, that, that was, game that was one of my so high scoring. So, yeah, fifty. I remember that game was like fifty-one forty-eight, and I, like Tony Romo had a career game too. Imagine like yeah. putting up those numbers and still losing. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, forty-eight points. You know, uh, that game was a lot. Um, and honestly, I have a similar score. I have literally the same score. Not literally, but I think it's going to be like a 50, 51, 40-ish game. Something like that. Um, wow. Yeah, no defense I, whatsoever. I think, yeah, I think San Francisco's defense, they're a great, they're the best defense in the league, I think, but they are playing the Dallas Cowboys as well. Mm-hmm. Dallas also has a very great defense, and they really showed it last week against uh, Tampa Bay. I think, I think that game felt like... It felt like uh, the Super Bowl, like fifty-six or something, something like that. When Brady, uh, Brady beat Mahomes, and the Bucks defense uh, was just all over the Chiefs. 50, yeah, fifty-five, fifty-five. Fifty-five. Okay. Yeah, it is uh, similar because like Bucks O line banged up and just Brady under pressure, and I mean you can't expect an old guy like him to. Yeah, he can't to, he, to run. Yeah, yeah, he's not like escape. a scrambling guy. Um, mm-hmm. But Dak is, and Dak is uh, next to... Actually, every quarterback in this playoffs can run. Like, the remaining uh, quarterbacks. I think I think you can argue, who would be the slowest quarterback in the remaining teams? Like, mm-hmm. Would it be Mahomes? I think... I honestly think at full, at full speed, like, let's say, like... I, I, Daniel Jones has he has a pair of legs. He's yeah, pretty he does. Fast. Once he gets um, going, no one wants to bring yeah, him down. Trevor I, I honestly Lawrence, think it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Okay. I think he's the smallest. Like it's I can like, see. Yeah, I can see Mahomes. Uh, he runs quite a lot. I mean, he runs like a few times. Scrambles mm-hmm. really. He's well. deceptively uh-huh. fast. I feel like he's very. He just knows. He knows when to do it and when. Yeah, and I when think he, not. Yeah, yeah. You can argue Burrow is basically the slowest. Josh Allen. He is a very big guy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Purdy, I haven't seen Purdy run too much, but he's a young quarterback. I have seen him play um, in a few games, like some highlights. I think he's a pretty good scrambler. Um, yeah. But yeah, just every quarterback in this in the uh, remaining teams can run, like even Trevor Lawrence. And yeah, that's actually kind of surprising. I didn't think like these these final eight quarterbacks are actually really exciting so i i think it makes you think of like the build of like the new quarterback now like it's you want him to be a dual threat of course be able to run and pass but some of the best are also pretty tall like at least at least six three yeah like Um, trevor trevor's really tall it's trevor six six justin herbert is six six i'm pretty sure jalen hurts no uh brock purdy might be the shortest i I think out of the remaining teams he is the shortest um daniel jones is like six five um dak is like six three and i think i think joe burrow is like like the second shortest i think he's like six two uh six three something like that um but yeah uh that game 49ers we might see who knows i don't know if they're gonna like the 49ers are gonna bring so much pressure to dak in the the offense because they know he's gonna run as well he's gonna scramble um Mm -hmm. and maybe watching the tape last uh of last week if they've watched that tape uh knowing that he can pull out those like tricks but the pa boot yeah the pa boot yeah um this is a really tough game. I am really impressed with how Dallas played. 
uh, last week, but now people are giving so many excuses for Brady. They're like, oh, congrats, he beat a 45-year-old aging quarterback. But, like, <laughs> nobody ever says that before that. Um, it's funny how, like, people will only say that, people will only defend Brady like that against the Cowboys. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but that's, I... That's one thing, like, people can rally around. Nobody likes the Cowboys. Yeah, no However, I will say I like I I think this is the best I've seen the Cowboys in, your life in the last few in, yeah. In right. I think this is the biggest the most threatening team that they've been since twenty sixteen when both Zeke and Dak were um rookies. They were the number one seed, had home field advantage, but of, of course everyone lost everyone Phil- remembers yeah. they lost. They lost like that. And I think mm-hmm. Philadelphia is giving me those vibes. Like the twenty sixteen Cowboys. Yeah. Kind of like unproven. You don't you're not really sure. Yeah. A young team sure. kind of um I get that. But um I have San Francisco winning uh fifty to forty seven. I think it's gonna be yeah. I hope we get to see like a really high scoring game. This is Chiefs and Rams twenty eighteen season, Monday night football. Yeah, man. Like they're playing in California, like nice weather. Like uh, not recently. I probably this not week. recently, yeah. Not recently. <laughs> I mean San Francisco had a great game uh against Seattle last week. So um but now they're actually yeah. playing competition. Like playing Dallas, which is a really tough mm-hmm. opponent. So who do you have? Um, similar to the Bengals and Bills, like I said, these are the two best games. And so this game was also hard for me to pick. I, like I said, I think the Cowboys are the best that I've seen them in recent memory. Um, they're yeah, in, in my lifetime. And they, I think they have a really good chance to, to knock off the Niners, but I'm still going to go with the Niners, which I'm always skeptical to always like out of these four games. And I'm picking, I'm picking every single home team right um and like that and i like looked it up because i was like how often does that happen in yeah. in nfl if, playoffs um, and it actually yeah. happens pretty pretty often i it's i think it happened in like um several years ago uh, i don't know which year to be exact but um this i'm, I'm gonna go with the niners uh-huh. i think it'll be i think it'll be somewhat high scoring like in the high 20s i'm gonna go to niners win this one 20 27 24 um, you think i think like i can said, tell that, that score that score is definitely uh gonna involve some like a lot of defense i can tell yeah so, it's gonna right. it's gonna come down to the wire field goal um like you said dak had arguably the best game in his career last week at the most important time when everybody was doubting him um it would be nice to see him ride that momentum um and really outperform purdy i think there are still question marks with purdy he had a good playoff debut uh if you look at his raw stats however if you really watch the game um you you would know that a lot of those yards came after the catch he's not necessarily throwing it down the field he's not bombing it like allen (laughs) or or mahomes he doesn't have that arm Right, and he knows his limits, and I think that he's done well to get it to the skill players that the Niners have, which have, you know, which is their strength. Their quarterback play has never been their strength. It hasn't been their strength since Steve Young, or, <laughs> yeah. or, or I guess you should Joe say maybe Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick yeah, twenty twelve oh twenty thirteen season, right? Yeah. Um, but, um, I, I, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Niners. Cowboys are gonna cowboy. Um, mm-hmm. even though I wouldn't mind, like, I don't like the Cowboys. We, we that is this, a crazy thing, but you say you but don't I'm, mind, you don't mind, uh, but the I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing, I like, I wouldn't mind seeing them win necessarily. I think uh-huh. I, I, I like, I like Dak, I like Dak, but um, man, dude, bias, like, biases aside, I'm going, yeah, like, you're a Washington fan, and like, <laughs> I can't imagine watching the playoffs this year. Like, you got three every team in your division except for you. I mean, it's it's, sad. to be honest, it's not the Cowboys or the Eagles, it's the team that made it just above us. It's the Giants, so you don't like the Giants, right? It that that pisses me off. Making it with a nine, seven, one record is like, if they were 10 and seven, I would be like, I'd be like, okay, you know what I mean, okay, yeah, like. The freaking um, 
the uh, the Chargers had a ten and seven record. I'm pretty sure the Ravens also had a ten and yeah. seven record. It's funny though, like I've never hated the Chargers because like what have the Chargers ever done like to make me hate them? Like it's nothing. It's really nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, good predictions. Uh, now what, we're gonna. What did you say was your um, score prediction? It was like 50, 50, 50 to forty seven. Fifty to forty seven. <laughs> And the only thing is, every time I predict a game that's going to be high scoring like this, it never goes that way. So your mm-hmm. your prediction is definitely probably going to happen. I will probably be closer, yes, to the, to the score. But yeah, I'll um, be very surprised if both defenses just like give up and they play insane. But to be honest, like to our viewers, I mean to our listeners, we're not we're not like trying to get like the exact score. We're trying to get around there. But it's just the, like the big thing is like yeah, trying to win, picking the team. The two wins. Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody's ever right. Like unless I don't know if they're betting. Maybe, yeah, when I but... see the betting and people correct, correct, um, um, oh, like, pick the go, correct score. Yeah, go like. I Max saw somebody Mac. last cha- like last conference championship week last year. They picked the score, the the right score for both of the games and got like a oh huge God. payout. Um, yeah, that's that's really hard. That's like picking who's gonna score like the first the first basket in basketball games. It's like it could be anybody. Yeah. Right. Um, anyways, let's go into our bracket prediction. I got to be honest with you. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to keep going with what I had. And I'm going to still go. Um, Bills, Bills, Chiefs, neutral site. Niners at Eagles. Niners upsetting the Eagles. And the Bills beating the Chiefs, finally getting over the hump. And then the Bills winning in the Super Bowl. Uh, who do you have in the NFC winning the, uh, going to the Super Bowl? Niners? Niners. Yeah. Yeah, we have the same prediction, literally. Um, do you have you have the Eagles being in New York today, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we basically have the exact same bracket. Um, the only thing I'm hoping for is the Jags upsetting the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> you I hope it goes like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really don't want to be right on that game. Like, I don't mind going uh, or taking another loss, but... I'm just um, glad my bracket isn't busted, to be honest. So, like, you know how, like, March Madness, if you you want to get, like, some of the Final Four teams right? Like, if yeah. you don't want, like, a team that makes the national final to lose. Our, our brackets, round. can you imagine, like, we're going to see, like, a Jaguars-Giants Super Bowl? If that happens, like, oh, gosh. Yeah, if that <laughs> happens, uh, we'll just stop the podcast. I was thinking <laughs> back to um, the 2017-18 season when... They post they the NFL posted that picture. They're like, "Welcome to Championship Week." Yeah, and it's dude, like Case, Case Keenum, Keenum, Nick Blake, Blake Bortles, Tom Brady. <laughs> Only Blake. one of those guys will be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, perhaps. A bit, I mean, if Nick Foles can revive his career, he doesn't have the stats for it, but he has the accolades. I mean, some people have made a lot of people have made the Hall of Fame with less it's Super like, Bowl wins it's and just, Super Bowl MVPs than him. But it's just such a random like. Uh, just such a random thing to happen in his career. I don't even think he expected it. He's so, it's probably the strangest. He has one of the strangest careers in NFL history. I can't think yeah. of like it's like if Ryan Fitzpatrick any... were just won a Super Bowl all of a sudden, like <laughs> MVP season. Like it's insane. Not um, even just like taking over. Like it, let's say the let's say that he was still a dolphin and instead of starting Skylar Thompson they put him in he upsets the Bills and then he goes to the Chiefs or something like or um, they beats the Chiefs well, in the AFC Championship would it, would it yeah it would have been the Chiefs they would have went to the Chiefs well yeah. they would be go to the Chiefs in the divisional round because Miami is the uh, would be the lower seed than Jacksonville yeah. but um, yeah we have the, we have the same prediction um, yeah I, I feel bad for the for the Niners. The, this would be their third consecutive Super Bowl loss. Even though, like, that's the thing. They have, I, they have five though. Like, I, think I look at I look at Kyle Shanahan. Like, he's like the Kirk Cousins of coaches in the NFL. Really? Like, I, I don't know. I like, just like, have like that choking in big games or something. Like, just underperforming. Like, like, he's like a I don't know. Like, like he's good, but like he's Kirk Cousins good as a coach. I don't know. <laughs> It's just, it's just Dude, what I think. That's that is an insult. You're good, but <laughs> like you're, you're good. You're Kirk but like, good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Your Kirk Cousins good. Like you're Kirk not, Cousins. You're not quite like there. You're not good yeah. enough to like get us to, like to win us a Super Bowl. Um, but um, 
you might be good enough to get us there. I, I, <laughs> I like I like that, but um, yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Let's just move on some, to the. Just really quick, the yes, like you said, there are some question marks about Shanahan and his game management in big games. He has choked away two Super Bowls, one for the Falcons and one yeah. for the Niners. Um, I. I don't. I mean, a lot can change between now, but I feel like if the Bills met the Niners in the Super, I feel. I feel like. I feel like the Bills would. I, I would want a good game, but I don't. I feel like the Bills are like. Just having a good quarterback like Josh Allen, it's just not even close. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would just be such an unfair quarterback matchup. But you know, to be fair, Nick Foles did beat Brady in the Super Bowl. So. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you want to um, get into final, those? yeah, final segment. Or we'll get into our divisional round rankings. Um, this is kind of I'm surprised of what how I ordered these teams. Um, but at number eight, I think we have the same team. We got Jacksonville, right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, seven. <laughs> There's no other pick. Yeah, seven is New York, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was right. We do have the same two. Same. Yeah, uh, same eight and, seven. eight and seven. Yeah, and then uh, we have at six. I have Dallas at six. Oh, wow. Wow. You have Dallas. Okay. You have, have top did... three? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. I can't believe I... I have Philadelphia at six. Wow, really? Yeah. You, there's, have... You're really skeptical of him. You have... There are... <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. There's a question mark above your yeah. head about the Eagles. I have no idea how to feel about them. Um, Who is your six? My, my six is Dallas. Dallas, right? Okay. Yeah. And then at five, who do you have? Cincinnati. I also have Cincinnati at five. Um, yeah, dude, these top four teams, I don't know, like, what got... I could probably um, replace these teams, but I have Kansas City at four. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you have both number one seed. Okay, Kansas City really isn't. They're not. They're I don't, they don't deserve, but... I don't think they deserve it, but yeah, I have them at four. Okay. And, um, Who do you I have, have at four? I have Buffalo at four. Oh, wow. Okay. I, okay. I would have them in, in the top three, but like we said, they're, um, their lackluster performance to you know usual Buffalo standards in recent years last week uh-huh. against Miami I had to drop them a little bit um, whereas yeah. a team like San Francisco beat um, Seattle handily uh-huh. alright so uh, top three um, I have Buffalo at three who do you have? I have San Fran at, at three. Oh uh, wow San Francisco at three shit you got, uh, oh, are they your number one? I have San Francisco at number one Wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. You, you, you did yeah. say you think they have. You the have Kansas ro- City at number one. One of the best rosters in yeah in the um in the league. And I and I agree. I think I'd say the top three rosters. I would I would go in in no particular order would be like Bills, Niners, and, and Eagles. I, I'm I'm definitely higher on the Eagles than you are. But so you um, have Eagles at two. I have the Eagles at two, and you know the who Chiefs I have. At one. Oh wow! <laughs> always always has to do it. Um, but that's a good sign, though. You did the same thing last year. Maybe the Chiefs will choke. So, I, don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't think. I think in our two years, in our two years that I've that we've picked. I mean, Dude, in the we've, two years that we've done yeah. this podcast and we've you done know, playoffs, <laughs> I have not picked a correct Super Bowl team. Like me neither, dude. I had, right? I had the Packers winning last year. It, who was it? it? Was what you had Packers? I think Bills. I had the Packers and Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I had Packers Bills too, and I had I think the Packers winning. And like, I think the yeah. year before that, I also had the Packers Bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, I think I, I remember we were doing the conference championship game, like games in the 2021. It was right before the. Uh, Right before, maybe a day or before, yeah, um, that Tampa was like our Bay first Green Bay one, and I was yeah. like, I went with, I went with, um, I think Green Bay and Chiefs at at first, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make this crazy. The, I'm the going Packers and Bills, and then yeah. of course it just it had to be the exact opposite, right? Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, oh, oh no 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 no! Last year I was wrong. So okay, the first year I picked Bills and Packers. 
last year, I did. I had the Titans making the Super Bowl, but losing to the Packers. Wow. And that was a really bad thing. That was a terrible thing. Yeah, Titans. Wow. <laughs> to, to be fair, though, I feel like the Titans, they lost that game. Like, yeah. the, bang, the Bengals, like we said, um, they've been squeaking out of these games. Every every game with the Bengals, whether it's prime time or in the playoffs, it seems to go down to the wire. They're, mm-hmm. they, they're the cats with nine lives, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> no pun intended, yeah, I like that. Um, um, yeah. So give, yeah, me, give I... me your reasoning why you... Well, I mean, you had... Who'd you have at number two? You had... I had Buffalo. Oh, uh, no, 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 I had... Dallas. So yeah, Dallas at number two. I don't know. I just think they're really balanced, just like the 49ers. I really like Dallas's defense. Um, I think the 49ers and uh, Cowboys have, I think, the best two defenses remaining in the playoffs. Um, like next to Buffalo, I guess. And Philadelphia has a good defense. Like, don't get me wrong, they have a great roster. I'm just not feeling. I I don't know what is it like. I'm just not feeling them. Like, yeah, for some you reason, got that gut feeling. I, I yeah, know. I have that gut feeling. You, just, you can't explain it, but you're just gonna go with it. It's intuition. Yeah, I, like I don't know if it's gonna. I'm gonna be proved like wrong tonight or right, but mm-hmm. it's just a good feeling, and that's yeah, just how I, I have to rank them. I will say, like the Eagles, yeah, they have a great roster, but um, compared to defenses like the Niners and the Cowboys, I think they're weaker in some spots. I think the Niners and the Cowboys are well balanced all around. Um, I think the like the Eagles have a great D line. They signed, I mean, they've always had Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Um, they signed Sue, um, uh, you know, to add a veteran presence. After I think I think it was Jordan Davis who was their first round pick this past year went oh. down. Oh. Um, but and like Darius Slay is one of the best corners in the league. But I don't, I'm not. I honestly can't tell you another person in that secondary, which tells me like, I like CJ Gardner, CJ, yeah, CJ Gardner, John. He's more of a, I think he's more of a safety, really, or like uh, a a nickel corner. He's like a bigger James, he's a bigger uh, James Bradbury, James Bradbury. He's had it. He's had a decent season too. Um, yeah. But I think like I would take like Tre- Trevon Diggs over um, Bradbury or Gardner really? Johnson. Yeah, that's maybe actually, not, maybe that's actually something like, I would like, disagree with. Like, here's the, okay, like yeah. to be fair, Trevon Diggs, yes, he had he gave up a lot of yards last last season, even despite having leading the league in picks, and he had a good amount of picks this year. And yeah. but I think he's really, I think he's like really improved, um, and he's kind of he's he's not as much of a meme anymore until he gets burned, and that's the that's the harsh reality of being a cornerback, right? You oh, could yeah. do, you could make a, a great play and be Corners, like you could yeah. have a great game walk down but one play you get beat and it's it's, it's people... really the hardest position man it's the right. hardest position in football like you're um, guarding some of the fastest most athletic people yeah and like you can have like you said like you can have a great game but still give up so many yards um because mm-hmm. sometimes it's not you sometimes it's like it's the safeties that have to do the job to like uh i don't know like move over on the different side of the field or like let you know who to cover sometimes but and and also think about cornerbacks like when they're in man coverage they're trained not they're always always have their eyes on the receiver right they're never looking at the ball but they're always yeah. watching the receiver's eyes to see and if they're gonna put their hands up and yeah. that's when they put their hands up right and sometimes they it's have like no idea yeah and it's it's like human error as well uh when it goes into being a cornerback like there's just sometimes you don't you do something you like try not to do it's just like your brain like your brain's natural response sometimes it's also like a uh like a flinch as well a lot of corners flinch um when like receivers make cuts or make uh different like yeah uh, they get frozen yeah Um, so they're going up against a good route runner like Devontae, they like just get beat at the line and it's it's over yeah like you need uh like corners cornerbacks lives would be easier so much easier if they had eyes like in the back of their head so, um, <laughs> when when we it, it, when when we all like to uh, that would look weird that would be that would be disgusting because you would have you would have like bald spots in your hair right <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't want your 
<laughs> yeah, you don't want yeah, to block them so. to say, how yeah. did we get to this conversation? No um, um, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, I gotta, I think we have to wrap up here. Gotta wrap it up. I mean, it's perfect timing. We're about to hit an hour right an now. Hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was a fun episode, you know, covering the divisional round as always. A divisional round, I think, is it's a very fun week. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think you, the, wild, you got, the wild card week was really uh-huh. fun. You got rid of most of the pretenders. You still have four games. It's not like the conference championship where you have two. Um, yeah. I mean, sure, wild card had six, but um, you know, two games on each day. No Monday night game. None of that. Not no super wild card on on ESPN, whatever that is. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think this is the the best week until probably this probably the Super Bowl. I mean, of course, the conference championship will be fun, especially if it's going to be a Allen Mahomes rematch um, yeah. or something. But yeah, I, we hope that uh, everybody looks, everybody has a good time watching the games and then. And enjoys it. I'm definitely gonna gonna be watching. Yep. Uh, we'll see all of you guys uh, next week. And uh, thank you all for listening, as always. And all right, we'll see y'all later. See you, Cameron. See you, man. Thanks.